Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I love this subject which is neighbours, the rights of neighbours. We all have them. How do we treat them? <laughs> do we know them? Are we showcasing our Islam in the best light? So this lesson we're going through the rights of the neighbours. They have rights upon us brothers and sisters, not the other way around. You know, we have to provide them with the service and the love and the respect to receive it back. If we're living next door to neighbours and we haven't spoken to them in 30 years and then we're wondering why they're giving us funny looks. <laughs> it's because we haven't made that effort. So inshallah, in this lesson we'll get a few points and tips how we can be hospitable, how we can be better neighbours to those most closest to us. So, the big question is this. How do Muslims like us, who live busy lives in non-Muslim countries, remain strong in our faith and practice Islam while being surrounded by temptations and distractions? How do we reconnect with Allah and strive towards Jannah as one community of believers? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ahmed Rehan and welcome to Jannah Talk. So last week we discovered that um, to be part of the happiness and sadness of our fellow neighbour. Uh, what what you like for yourself, you should like for your fellow neighbour. And <clears throat> we also covered, yeah, Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, In the name or, you know, taking oath in the in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala who controls Nabi Ali Sallallahu that a person is not a complete believer until he loves or desires for his neighbor what he desires for himself. We understand the importance of our neighbor's rights for this, Allahu Akbar. And here sometimes you have people they don't even know their fellow neighbor. Yeah. Let alone uh, the disbelievers. Uh, even if there's believers around the corner, they don't. They won't know them. We came to know of, uh, uh, in in a certain area. So just the street behind the the gentleman here, a Muslim man. Muslim, he's been living for 30-40 years, but he didn't know there's another Muslim family just in the same street. <laughs> this behind the street, this uh, Allah Akbar, 30-40 uh, years, we don't know. So uh, it's very important we look out for our neighbours and we try to help them and be there for them. And the neighbour um, who is hungry and poor, we should try to assist them. Uh, by providing them food. Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, That believer, uh, that person is not a believer who eats to his fill uh, whilst his neighbor is hungry. Allahu Akbar. So that cannot happen, remember this. Allahu Akbar. And number nine, uh, if our neighbor ever gives us a gift, whatever they give, we should never think low of it. Okay, you know what? Is this is this the kind of gift he gave me? Is this the kind of gift you give? Or you know something of value or valuing just if someone gives gave a gift valuing twenty P, fifteen P, never look down to it. Is this a gift to give? No no no. It's not about the quantity. It's about the sincerity. 
The person gave it sincerely for Allah khalas. That's enough. I should value it. I should express as if this this is something that I was uh, desiring for a long time. Allah Akbar. Then it says, Amr bil ma'roof munkar karna to encourage towards good and to forbid from evil. So of course we need to carry that. We need to help each other and to uh, develop that community, the society which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we need to build a team by encouraging each other to do good. When we intend to uh, sell the house, we should try to pre we should present it to our neighbor first. They have the first right. And there's a whole chapter on this in the books of jurisprudence. It's called Shufa. The right of Shufa, the person who lives right next to you, they have the most right. Then there's more details to it, whether semi-detached or detached, and you know the dealings, who goes, who gets the first right. But you know to offer it to them before you put it on the market, subhanAllah. It's a very important one. And this is again Nabi Sallallahu said in the hadith, whoever has a land and he wants to sell it, he should present it to his neighbor first. Um, to us being a Muslim, we need to try to fulfill all the rights of our fellow neighbors. <clears throat> the same rights that a believer has upon another believer, the same rights are applicable to his fellow neighbors. And you know, believe it or not, if we've got, and it's a great opportunity if we have disbelievers as our neighbors, uh, they can't see our iman, they, that's in our hearts, they can't see our salah because we perform them in our masjids, they cannot see our fasting because that's hunger that we, our thirst that we uh, bear for the sake of Allah, it's not visible. They can't see our zakat because it's given to the poor Muslims, they can't see our hajj because that's not done in UK, that's done in Makkah and Medina. What do they see of us? It's our manners and how we behave and how we treat them. This is what matters. So my brothers, a great opportunity to please Allah. Our intention always should be to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not for any worldly gain or any return from them. To please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanahu wa believe it or not, this will be a great invitation to Allah and deen. And what will they see on media? They will, they will be the ones who will stand up and to defend you and your religion. Because they'll know, go, go, hold on man. My neighbor is not like that. He's such a good neighbor. <coughs> Okay, remember this with regards to the last module, with regards to our daily sunnats, daily duas, um, <coughs> uh, we were covering uh, the wudu. We want to make our wudu as much according to the sunnah with as many duas as possible so that that amount that will lead towards our concentration, our salah. Last week we covered about when we, uh, uh, when we gargle um, <coughs> or put, take water to our mouth, what dua to read. Then this week is when we're taking uh, water to our nose. Okay, what dua should we read then? <clears throat> so one beautiful uh, dua, Allahu Akbar. It says in a hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "Allah ma'arihni ra'ihat al-jannah, wa la turihni ra'ihat al-nar." O Allah, <clears throat> grant me the fragrance of Jannah and save me from the bad smell of Jahannam. Allahu Akbar. So imagine when a person is doing wudu and he's reciting his dua and he's pondering on the meanings, Allahu Akbar, how close it will take us to Allah and Akhirat and Jannat. And what we just covered in first module, Al-Hakum the, uh, the, the the amassing of wealth and this 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 won't distract us because we've just prayed to Allah, Allah, ma'arihni ra'ihat al-Jannah. Allah, grant me the fragrance of Jannah. 
and save me from the uh, the bad smell of Jahannam. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants me all the ability uh, to act upon whatever we have learned and to spread it to others and to become close servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you're enjoying this podcast, we have one very special request. Could you please like and leave a review for this podcast, whatever you're listening to it, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google, web browser, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're listening to it. If you're enjoying this, please leave us a review. It really helps us spread the message and it helps more than you can imagine. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.